0: but I really like this whole riff because the emphasis on the how it works and, um, you know, the, you have to quit playing God, and we've gone over that many, many times, and it's not a belief or a... It's meant to, if when you hear what we say, to to let it apply and see what happens, yeah? And that is if... The mental state is where the problem resides and the problem for an active and even not an active alcohol addict, but the problem is playing God. And if you watch the head, uh, when you wake up in the morning, it may, may tell you there's no point to get up because it's all going to suck and whatever. But what is that but playing God? So something's playing God and it's speaking to us sort of in a weird way, as God. It's pontificating, prophesizing. It's like a crazy weatherman, always forecasting stuff. And so it says you got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. All right, I'm going to stop playing God. But then the playing God continues. So what the hell? Are you powerless over that which is playing God? Because when you make a decision to stop playing God, you could actually see that as that thing playing God. So how can that which is playing God, and it may be called you while it's doing that, because the root of the problem I feel is the act of being identified as that which is playing God. So when that is playing God, here's the message, you got to quit playing God or claims the message. Uh, And it sets out on a course to stop playing God, that would be playing God, you can't get out of it, once you're steaming in it, yeah, so, but it seems to be primarily important, because if not, they would have said, oh, the third step, you know, and then, you know, he is the director, we are his agents, and by the way, you got to quit playing God, no, it says, first, you got to quit playing God, and then, there's the principle, why, because the principle will not have a strong effect on us if that which is playing God is the one that's applying the principle because uh, (laughs) it's gonna have a a God of its own understanding which is maybe you'll get a date after three months or a parking space in front of the meeting or shit. (laughs) I mean, Our possibilities are rather small when we're under that tutelage, let's say. So, yes, so that part to me is very, very important because it frees us when we see that that which is playing God is not us. We quit playing God. It doesn't mean the playing God quits. We quit playing God. (laughs) The playing God will continue but it won't have much weight or power, or it will actually in time get lesser and lesser because it's your God-like juice It's using the play God. (laughs) So when you quit playing God, the playing God uh, loses its influence, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but it's definitely going to be uh, a diminishing as time goes by. So then uh, we hit that then we hit the third step, and we make a decision to turn our will and life over to care of a higher power, because obviously at that point, uh, our life isn't under our control. Something has us. Yeah, alcoholism has us, and basically we don't have the power at the moment to turn anything over to the care of God. <laughs> it's already under the care of the disease, so to speak. So we launch on a program of action that's the sort of surrender and you go into four five six seven eight nine to do what to weaken the control or the influence of the parasite alcoholism and to allow that inner that unsuspecting inner resource to start demonstrating and now it becomes uh, suspecting. You become, (laughs) you, you see that something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself. I mean, I don't know how many times you need to see it to get that something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself, but whatever it takes will be available. It will, if you just have the eyes to see it. So we don't, you know, we make a decision. We don't do the act because we can't at that moment. We're occupied by the parasite. So four through nine weakens it sufficiently so that that unsuspecting inner resource can become, can start having a real obvious role in our lives. You may not be able to point it out to people, but you'll intimately feel it. That's something, you have a new managerial team, and then the false evidence that used to just constantly appear real and provoked so many actions that got us jackpotted, now is seen as false evidence. What a fucking great shift. Yeah, so that's that part. And then he, he describes, they describe what happens when we sincerely take a position, this position of reliance on something greater than so. All sorts of remarkable things followed. We could have like a four-month marathon of people sharing some of the remarkable things that have happened when they sincerely took this position. We had a new employer, which implies we were under an old employer. (laughs) so We have a new employer now. So the parasite, or if you wanna call it alcoholism, was employing us for its own ends, yeah? We worked a mode of transportation to get to the liquor store to get its fucking food. And so it was employing us or using us quite a lot. Now we have something else that's going to use us, a new employer. Yeah, And there's a couple of different qualities comparing with the old employer, which is being all-powerful, meaning that which we were being employed by didn't really have any power. Actually, it was our power it was getting. So being all-powerful, what's going to happen? He provided what we needed. What a fucking great! It's like an active insurance policy. This power is going to provide what we needed, what we need. Yeah. If we kept close to him, and you can't be far from everywhere. I mean, where can you be? There's no special somewhere and everywhere. It's everywhere. So, so we already fulfilled that requirement and performed his work well. Well, you may want to have a defined. Uh, idea of what his work is but as you stay in the program it'll be more more undefined and basically most of your day will be the work of that juice so we fulfilled the requirements so the deal is this new empower new employee is going to take care of us it's going to take care of our needs maybe not our wants but our needs yeah all right what an incredible condition is now in place then it says Uh, Hey, established on such a footing, so now you stay with it for a while and you sink deeper into the principle, because it's true and it works. Yeah. Uh, Established on such a footing, we we oh, this is so beautiful, really. We became less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs, and you know a lot of people always emphasize the word "little" because. When we're obsessed with self, or our plans and designs seem rather big. So he gives a little jab to uh, what well, we're not by our little plans and designs. So this is basically the perhaps there's a better way. So now you're leaving the gravity of self, which is being completely absorbed in yourself, and now you're entering the, gra- the gravity of of trusting something infinite, which frees you from that bondage and now you're getting interested in a lot of other things and actually you are one of the other things really in this condition. So uh, what'd you say? It's so beautiful because he, these changes more and more we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. As yeah, that's basically what happens. It's not like something we set out to do. You may try to make it a discipline but uh, basically, you're gonna grow into this view, yeah. By just sticking, staying on the operating table of AA and living this way of life, these are the changes that happen, yeah. Uh, more and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute as we felt this new power flow in. This is, yeah, unbelievable, really. As we enjoyed peace of mind, so peace of mind is available, but now we have the ability to enjoy it. As we discovered, we could face life successfully, and this is a this is what happens. Most of the, it at a point when I came in, my fear of being rejected was so paramount. I didn't do shit really. I was afraid that it wouldn't work. I had such a low sense of uh, of my abilities and what could possibly happen in this life. I was listening to that, which was playing God, and uh, so of life. AA gave me a chance to take a chance and see that all this shit that was told to me was going to kill me didn't kill me. And actually I felt a lot better after I walked through it. So as we became conscious of his presence, yeah, I hope that never changes really. As we became conscious of his presence, I hope that stays the way for all of us really. As we, uh, as we became conscious, of, as we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. We were reborn. This is like, all right, you're leaving the old gravitational field and you're moving into the new. And these are the effects. It's sort of like you're leaving the atmosphere of Mars. Now you're entering the atmosphere of Earth. You can take the helmet off. You can breathe. And all this shit happens. It's not a, it's not a newfound quality. It's just where you've been. Now that you're off of Mars, now you can fucking breathe, take the helmet off. Maybe you won't have to be an incredible, you know, surveillance of your own behaviors. You'll become like a free-range alcoholic sooner or later. Yeah? So, uh, as we came, we were now at step three. And this is not even, we haven't even got to step three yet. Many of us said to our, our maker as we understood him, yeah, I love this because it talks about the relieve me of the bondage of self. See, it doesn't say relieve me of self because I don't believe there is one. It's it's the bondage of self. We believe so thoroughly that there is one, we're bound to it. But it's not self we're relieved of; it's the bondage of self. Yeah. And why? Not that we'll have a you know be able to get that house in Malibu or feel great all day, but. That I may better do thy will, basically. It's about being a maximum of use, is really why this shit gets released. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help. Yeah. May I do what I will always. Who says you're not? Yeah. Maybe you are doing its will always. Who says you're not? It's the, it's the head where the parasite lives. We thought well before taking this step, making sure we were ready, that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him. Now, I like to look at self as other than me. So, yes, I can abandon this book to somebody. I did, it's, it would be a difficult to abandon me to somebody. I'd still be there. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, thanks. You want to start open up? Yep.
1: Thanks, Paul. We're gonna open up first question goes uh, to sassy mommy. You
2: have to unmute Sassy Mommy. We've asked you to um unmute. Please. There you go. There you hit the unmute button.
0: It's it's hard to it's hard to mute a sassy mommy anyway.
2: <laughs>
0: so we're getting it to unmute.
1: Yeah. Sorry. There you go
2: down on me. Oh, wonderful. There
0: you go, Kaiser. Sassy mommy's out. He sat uh, all
2: the way
1: through that, just yep. To- yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was a nice song. Oh, that was wonderful, man.
3: anyway. Yeah, uh, Kaiser. I'm Kaiser. I have a question for you, Paul. Um. Frequently in, in these uh, Zoom conversations, you've said something about, you'll know the tree by the fruit. Um, and maybe you could expand on that a little bit. And I think I find that very, very helpful, although kind of mysterious, it's, it's a little odd because if I'm traveling lighter, I see that as the fruit and whatever I am doing or whatever I am allowing to express through me, I don't understand that but I'm traveling lighter. And then sometimes I travel heavier and my life can become very, very difficult with good or difficult situations. And then I see that as the fruit. And then to kind of understand that the tree kind of seems to be what am I doing or what am I allowing to flow through my experience? Um, I found that very, very helpful. But if you could expand on that a little bit as to, how we use a higher power or how we use these steps to allow something that I don't understand to flow through. It's, it's, it's very hard to navigate, but I really appreciate you'll know the tree from the fruits it bears.
0: Well, yeah, but I know it's the language, but again, we don't use the higher power. We surrendered to be used by the higher power. Yeah. And so, I think that attitudes help is important. To see it that I'm not I'm not using the steps. I've submitted myself to be changed by the steps, really. So, and basically, when you talk about uh, you'll know the tree by its fruit. We just wrote read about a lot of the fruit. When you sincerely take this position, you're gonna feel a new power flow in. Yeah. So, yes. So yeah. you can't see what you can't. It's sort of like you can't see the you know the tree by its effects, because you can't see the tree. I don't want to go into why in my how I see it that way, but, but so you get an intimation that something is in your own life by its workings, through your life. yeah. And then after a while, you get a different sense because it doesn't seem to sort of be like you it's more like a win-win it doesn't seem to be centered on self it doesn't seem to be uh exclusive it seems to be inclusive it seems a lot more accepting than you are and then uh and a lot of other qualities so you learn the qualities of that which is moving through you by the fruit yeah in your in in your uh experience with it yeah so that's how I see it. And then, you know, obviously, it's, let's say, uh, where are the, it's all of the same tree, but there's two distinct branches, let's say, looking at it. One would be self and one would be the higher power. And so you, there may still, they, the the tree produces apples, but the apples from the the self may be a little crab appley, little fucking tart, don't taste much. A lot of, A lot of water, no real flavor. And then there's a quality of the the apple from the other branch, which seems to be much more digestible. (laughs) I'm willing to, and I share it with others much more than the other ones. And so, you know what I mean? So you start seeing uh, something moving through you that's quite different than what used to be moving through you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And maybe you have enough experience of the incomprehensible pitiful demoralization that the other thing would lead me to and then the joy and the absence of that from being directed by the higher power if we're going to use the terminology of recovery yeah yeah so I'm living in the fruits of that yeah because I didn't I can wake up and uh there's nothing ravenous inside me causing me to, to not be able to see what's actually going on with the hopes of getting something, you know, like I got to get high or whatever. Yeah, so there's a lot of them, tons of them. So, yeah, I hope that's helpful.
3: Yeah, that's really helpful. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate
0: so it. So you recognize, you can recognize when, uh, like let's say in, in, in relationship with me, when I see the other person as them and I see it them from me a lot of shit comes up. When I see it as us, a lot less shit comes up. Yeah. When I don't see you know her as her and me as me, but I see as see each other as us, called the relationship, it works a whole lot better. Yeah. That's the sort of an attitude coming from the higher power, like, let's say, gravitational pull. The other one would be her and I, and she's out to fucking get me, or whatever. Because this is what happens when you're in a isolated state, the potentiality of being paranoid and feeling like you're not gonna get what you want from her, and you're gonna lose what you have, yeah? It becomes dominant. It's just, it's basically, we're the Petri dish, yeah, and shit grows in in it. If the petri dish is acidic, then a lot of shit that can thrive in acid does, and what can't can't thrive in in acidity doesn't. So the AA program changes our attitude and outlook, and all that's like the basic ingredients of the petri dish. So now we become more alkaline, which becomes much more suitable, let's say for compassion, enjoying peace of mind and stuff like that. We just need the grounds that we are to be to be changed and we can't do that, yeah? So we surrender, we finally come to the realization that we're not managerial quality and we surrender be, to be directed and how do we how do we surrender is by doing the working steps yeah and we participate in the in the way of life and that way of life changes us sufficiently and we go through a process of leaving acidity and becoming more alkaline yeah so now the parasite doesn't find a a heavenly haven in us anymore yeah it doesn't yes and so you start, just before it starts laying its fucking eggs in the Petri dish, we see it as false evidence. And we ask that power to come in and fucking, you know, reconfigure that parasite. Stop it from squatting and laying the fucking eggs. And then, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's really tricky because uh, my my vision when i'm doing things i can kind of say i'm doing things and then when the higher power or a higher power things start flowing through it's it's kind of a new way of being able to see that seeing the fruits and then tracking back to what's operating it's it's very very tricky because i want to know what's operating and i can i can see the effects in my life and so that's why the that's- that that's that's it's very, very helpful to me navigating the different changes in my life by looking at the fruits. And then that gives me like key. I appreciate
0: it. Also, remember what really wants to know. It may not be you. So yeah. you'll lose yeah. interest in that shit. You will.
3: Yeah,
0: this is you're not you're not at the end line. We're constantly shit's constantly being revealed and you're being worked on. You're never you're never a finished model. You're always in the process, yeah, of moving towards like that guy in the beginning of AA, an old priest. You're in the process of moving towards heaven and moving away from hell. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, so you get a couple bulletins from hell all day, but you're not acting as if you're in hell anymore. Fucking far out. That's a huge, that's a huge shift.
3: Big, big time. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate the language. It's so... It's really helpful. It's subtle and uh, we can pick it up and then we can use it or it can be picked up and used. I really appreciate
0: it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Always good to see you. All
1: right. Um, Quick thing before we move on. Um, If you're interested in in more about Paul, um, you can... uh, Don't uh, go there. (laughs) I have a reason, Paul. There's no need to be recording anything here that will be posted on zenbitchflat.com. Uh, today will be up later and all his past talks are there. I don't have any questions, Paul, but you know, I, I think that I, I heard a little bit of this, but why, why do we think that we have to put any thought or effort into this? Rather than well it. we
0: think that because we think we're a doer we're a doer. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And so therefore in the program the program's so beautiful, it uses the it uses obviously in the beginning, people experience this. For them to have right thought, they it's 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 preceded by right action. Yes? So that's the starting of most people's program of recovery. It's action. But then, if you get to page 84, and it starts describing some of the effects of being in the program, things start happening with no thought or effort on your part. Yes?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So in the beginning, because we're so entrenched in what we take to be the real, what's really going on, we, we use the action to get out of the actor, so to speak. Yes? We don't try to think ourselves out of it, we do something, yeah? Yet, when we, as we progress in the program, the doing, hopefully, is now habitual. In other words, I don't think about going to a meeting, I think which one. So, the doing isn't accompanied by much thought, you're, that's, you're in those habits, yeah? And now, you, look, you see the effects that are described on 84, it has a different flavor than the effects described on page 63. It's saying, you know, you'll cease fighting everyone or anything. It's not saying cease, fight, cease fighting everyone and everything. It's talking as if it's been an effect. It says, by, at this, by this time, you will have ceased fighting everyone and everything. Yeah? That's not something you do, you're doing. That's an effect of, of what we've been under, the higher power. Yeah? And then everything it says there, the problem will not exist for you. None of that has, to, has anything to do with doing. It doesn't. It's just talking about these effects are catching up with you because of the way of life that you've been established in. Yeah? So, yes, doing has its role, usually. But then sometimes, like a lot of people, I used to work with some people, they had to stop doing inventories. They were just doing inventories and going over every minutia of the day, trying to see what was their motive for doing it. And it was just a giant obsession with self marathon. So you'd have to say, hey, I don't want you to fucking write anymore today. Enjoy the sobriety. That's the stage you're in now. (laughs) Your stage is to enjoy it. You're not on probation. You don't need a surveillance camera all day. Yes, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: this is what I, yeah, so I couldn't have acted like that in the beginning because I was taking myself way too seriously. I had to do something to convince that I was okay. I had to do esteemable acts to start feeling halfway decent about myself. Yes, that was what was appropriate. Is that appropriate at 32 years of sobriety? It isn't for me. I'm not trying to produce esteem by the actions. I'm not I'm not trying to do good things to feel good. I'm not. I do what I do out of habit now because I've been I've been directed by the spirit for for a long enough time that I <laughs> I don't need to feel better about myself as the parasite. I feel which is what we need to in the beginning. Yeah. I have been, I've been relieved of that bondage of self, so I may do an esteemable act, but I'm not trying to get esteem from it, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) There's been an acceptance of what I am and what I'm not. There's not like a fucking, it's not like a credit and debit page I have to fucking go through every day, yeah? So when you're new, it's a different ball game because you come in completely infected with this parasite. If you stay in this program, that parasite is going to get more, its influences get more and more diminished, and then the higher power will be more and more emphasized, yeah? And there, then the rules change, not the steps or the way of life, but the rules, yeah? You don't have to, But uh... well, what's the point? Yeah. What's the point if it's not freedom? Yeah. Right. We try to be free as self. The freedom that's available is from self. Most of us have tried truly. A lot of alcoholics and addicts I know have been trying to be free their whole fucking lives, but they've been free, they've been trying to be free as self. We finally had that corrected, and now our freedom is from self. And the way to be free as self looks completely different than the way to be free from self. The way to be free from self doesn't show much effort and thought after a while. If you're trying to be free as self, it's going to take a lot of effort and thought. A lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Been there, done that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. You have been there, done that. And that's why you can accept the problem doesn't exist for you anymore.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Because you've realized you. <laughs> You've realized a whole lot by the time you get to the effects of page eighty-four. Yeah. You get the sense that I was placed in a position of neutrality. I did not forge a path and arrive at neutrality. I was placed there. Yes? The problem does not exist for me. It's like a miracle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're now you're in a way your life is expressing another functioning level. Yeah, not a consequential. I've got to move this five hundred pound boulder and exert a lot of effort because it's blocking my path. You're not, you're not on that road anymore. You're sort of above it. Yeah, you see the boulder, but there's no need to move the boulder. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yep. You you talked about that last week. You, I love this. You you talked about bypassing, right? And and. And that, to me, is you just bypass it. And yes.
0: That, uh, how, it if, you're, if, you're, if you're above the boulder, how is it going to block you? Yes. <laughs> this is what's happened to us. It's a better way. That better way has lift us, lifted us out of something. Yeah. And so we can see it oh, instead no. of looking from it. Yeah, we can see it. And when we see it, we have a way... Of how to deal with it which is step six and seven yeah mm-hmm. and if selfing motivates you to fucking act out you got eight and nine yeah and then if you if you're a little worried about self appearing again step 10 you write down about its appearances and you also write down about it, the lack of appearances because something greater than it is now dominating your life yeah And then step 11 is to improve one's conscious contact with that which is dominant, that has changed your life. It suggests two different things in the beginning, but after a while, you know, you can, I can look at it, it's raining today. I can look at the rain and sense the muffledness of the atmosphere and my contact with that power has improved greatly. it's not only through two methods prayer meditation right yeah you, you are that you know i mean seriously what would happen if you only believed it was only through prayer meditation you could improve your the conscious contact and you are very antsy type of person so there's no way you can meditate now you're only down to one it's only through prayer come on that's the that's the, there are two suggestions there's zillions of ways to improve one's conscious contact as soon as you realize you're conscious it's easy to improve it yeah like it, how do you improve it not saying oh, uh, planning I'm going to go to 90 meetings in 90 days but attending the meeting you're at that will improve your conscious contact <laughs> just attend the one you're there yeah that's improving one's contact yes I mean, see, you know, hearing a hummingbird, that improved my contact. <laughs> yeah. Before, when you're totally in the bondage of self, fucking this heavy, heavy lifting, you're unconscious. You have a huge unconscious contact with self. Yeah. That's what we have to sort of get over. But you get over it. And then the conscious contact is quite, quite fluid. Yes. Jeez. Yeah, it's not defined by, yeah, there's only two doors to enter the kingdom of heaven. Give me a break. You're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. (laughs) You've just had a working visa in the world of self. You've come out. You've come back. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is what happens, see. When we're sharing this, it doesn't invalidate what it's like in the beginning, and what it's like in the beginning isn't going to be the way it's always going to be. Yes, yeah? so yeah, it's inclusive. Yeah, and so people will call me and say, "You can't share anymore. You're misleading the newcomers." Hey, I have more fucking faith in the higher power that I have. You know that I, <laughs> that I feel he'll use me any way he wants. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You know? It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Take let your sponsor give you a sober assessment and give you the suggestions that will help you wherever you seem to be now. That's not what you are. Where you seem to be is not what you are. What you are is spirit. You're seeming to be somewhere else. So there's ways and suggestions to deal with that where it's at at the moment, and but they change as it's as it's over time as it gets dealt with. It changes to the point like you're going to be placed in a position of neutrality with no theft, thought, or effort on your part. Yes. The problem will not exist for you anymore. It, did, it didn't say you vanquish the problem. It says the problem will not exist for you. That's a completely different direction than you going out and vanquishing the problem. You know, you know, I keep having in a in a chokehold, and then saying the problem doesn't exist for me anymore. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time people share they're speaking from where they are and they believe where they are is going to be the way it's going to be for going on it ain't yeah recovery progresses just like we say the disease progresses recovery progresses the person who's there for for the first month it's not going to be like that in in year 2 it ain't because they're going to change, but we want to constantly talk as if the way I'm feeling now is the way I'm always going to be feeling. It ain't, yeah? We're constantly under review and being changed right now. The beautiful thing is that what's, di- what's directing our change leads it to growth, so you outgrow shit. You outgrow fear. You outgrow fucking paranoia. You outgrow a lot of stuff that you were growing into before. Yeah. And the the outgrowing is always implying there's a growing into. So you're growing into the ability to enjoy peace of mind as you outgrow the fear provoked by mental anxiety. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah? If you want if you tell me I'm always going to have to deal with me as if I'm in mental anxiety when I'm not, I'm not going to follow that. Yeah? I'm going to enjoy outgrowing mental anxiety, which doesn't mean to be super surveillant and writing around all day. It means being fucking pretty chilled. And in a f- atmosphere of acceptance because you're okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Uh, Jack G's got a question for you today. And we got another one from John. Come on, Jay. Hi,
4: hey, Paul. How are you?
0: Jack. Nice to hear you.
4: I hope you're enjoying The Waterfall.
0: Am I doing The Waterfall?
4: Yeah. I hope you're I enjoying it.
0: It's raining right here where I am now.
4: Um, I, I have a question for you. It's kind of shifting gears, but it's from the big book. Um, you know, I, I've noticed uh, lately, you know, I've had... I, I've studied the big book for 30 years and uh, you know, I, I studied Vajrayana for a lot of years and uh, now I'm, I'm listening to the talks on non-duality and I've studied other religions too. And I think what's kind of happened is, is I've thrown it all in a blender and then hit the high speed button. <laughs> but anyway, the thing that's um, been really these past few weeks that kind of keeps popping up and you've already mentioned it is uh, acceptance. And uh, the line in the big book is uh, it says uh, and acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. And uh, I've been experiencing that lately and uh, I've I've kind of found it to be true. Um, Yeah.
5: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. So uh, I was hoping that uh, you could speak on that a little bit. I'd appreciate it. Thanks.
0: Well, for me, acceptance is, is uh, somewhere you arrive at. You don't go there. You live our way of life, and through living our way of life, it leads you to an acceptance where you stop trying to fit life around you, but you fit yourself around life. These are effects of the basic program, yeah? If you do the basic program, it leads you to these effects. So I don't think anyone does acceptance. I think people do toleration or a transactional, I'll put up with this, but only for about three days or a month or whatever. Uh, Acceptance is more like a condition not a an action yeah in my feeling and I don't believe you can produce that a condition I don't I don't believe I can because uh, <laughs> well yeah so that's my that's my take on it I I, I have I arrived at acceptance on, on on a level about Paul without knowing it for months and then it started to become obvious something had changed and I sort of came to believe that there was an acceptance as the basic atmosphere not a fucking uh, self-hatred let's say yeah so and it reminded me of how I used to feel, with my grandmother when I was young and then when she passed away it seemed like and the mental state developed I don't think I ran into acceptance much (laughs) I just don't feel it and then uh, so when it became an atmosphere in my life I didn't know it for a while and then it started to dawn on me a lot of the whipping of Paul to be better or or just for, because he deserves it <laughs> for being bad, stopped, yeah? I wasn't being tied to the pole and whipped and gone over all day. And uh, it was really, really an incredible atmosphere. Not to, to you know, to start, it, and it was always, it was based on the, the starting point, yeah? The starting point is I'm inherently okay, where in the mental condition, I was inherently unokay. Yeah. So the starting point is completely different. Relying on this, this infinite power. I start as okay, and then a lot of shit may not be okay today. But that doesn't mean I'm not okay. Yeah. So my okayness is not based on outside circumstances so much. Yeah. I don't mean feeling. Oh, my stomach feels good. I mean an okayness. Okayness underneath there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't believe uh, we do any of this shit I believe we arrive at where we can express it that's just my take as a a member of recovery I just gave you my take (laughs) so I mean uh, (laughs) do you say? are you gonna make a vow today I'm gonna accept everything fuck it you'll you'll break the vow in the first five minutes yeah so obviously it's not something that we do it's something that we live from yeah yeah and obviously it's the way of life that we've been under that has produced that yeah so what's so beautiful if we didn't produce it then no we don't have to be so worried about unproducing it yeah so we can actually really receive it and have gratitude and honor without the fear it's going to be gone in a day or 10 minutes, yeah? But really just sitting in it and feeling assured, assured of the power that's doing it, yeah. So, yeah, I hope that it helped.
6: Acceptance. Yeah.
1: And next question is coming in from John. Go ahead.
6: Hey, what's up, Paul? No, I just wanted to go back to the like growing out, so I mean, uh, I'm an alcoholic. I went to rehab four years ago, and it was like one of these boot camp kind of three month things, and at that time, you know, I had to be told what to do every day, cleaning bathrooms, all this kind of stuff and then along the line, you know i you know I don't have to wake up and and do the prayers and all of that anymore and then somehow ended up on here and then you described like the self beautifully and I start watching that and then the cop and robber thing and at, at one point that was really helpful you know and then at some point I was being super hyper vigilant about it of watching the self and I gotta watch the self and all this shit like I, and then recently I realized that I don't have to do that so I don't have to watch the self it's almost like I don't care if the self shows up or not. And I'm starting to understand this position of neutrality because I don't, I don't give a shit whether it's there or not because it doesn't have any impact. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So, so it's, so at one, so then it gets a little trippy because it's like at one point it was super helpful to look at the self, but then at one other position, it's kind of like you're talking about the boogeyman. You know what I mean? That's what we're trying to get across today. See, when you start living in
0: a day that you're in, you recognize the conditions that are changing. Yeah? Yeah. If you keep looking at today's news from a narrative based on 1978, yeah? You'll act as if you're in 1978 when you're in a much different condition today. See, so this is a part of being, of recovery. You become flexible and you know, you can sort of know what's happening now. (laughs) Yeah. And respond. Yeah. 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 So so let's say for a long time, I didn't, uh, didn't have many amends to make, didn't have to do a 10 step. Then one night, I felt this real in me, physical, yeah. I immediately wrote it down, and the next morning, the lady who was my landlady, she had more time in the program than me, and I shared it with her, like you would a fourth, you know, a four-column inventory. I shared her about this thing. There must be something to it because of the twang I felt, and then looked at she and her. I looked at it. I didn't know. Oh, any of man's never got out of the horse, never got out of the barn, but the horse was kicking in the barn and I, it took notice. Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't didn't write it for days and days and days and then something else came up. Yeah. This is the whole point. I did all that right in the beginning writing so I don't have to do the writing now. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, uh, yeah. And you hope, like, it's so difficult to get this across. I hope I can in the Zoom, but uh, you know, let's say life every has different flavors, and you get to be able to pick up those flavors. Yeah. And like, okay, today, basically nothing's going to happen. So you respond in, in kind. You chill out. Yeah. You don't start, Why I can't, you know, or, hey, it's time to make some cash, all right? Get back to work, do something, yes? And then, hey, it's not, it doesn't seem to be working, me making cash, all right, chill out, yes? Or whatever. Yeah, you start being able to respond to what's happening. You know, it's sort of like meeting the Colorado River, yeah? And then meeting... The rivering of the Colorado River. So, all right, you got the idea. Oh, this is the Colorado River, but rivering, you're going to have to respond to it differently. Yeah? Because you go into rapids. It. Sometimes it's nice and peaceful. You chill out there. Sometimes you can go with the current. Sometimes the current's pulling you over a fucking waterfall. Yes? So, this is what happens when you're released from the bondage of self. You're not. It's like they say in AA. You got to let go of all your old ideas, because the result will be nil. Because every new day will be seen through the idea through the old ideas. Yeah, you'll get the same narrative pasted on every new day. That's why it says we got to. You got to let go of all your old ideas, or the result will be nil. Because you won't see the resulting. Yeah, you'll be seeing it from the old idea yeah it's unbelievable so yeah in the beginning we need a rigid lifestyle yeah we need it but it's not that it's not that oh this is what we get is a rigid lifestyle no it's necessary you're in critical condition yeah you gotta stay on you gotta stay on the operating table for 14 hours down the road, you come in and you have maybe elective operations. Hey, this would be cool if this was removed, this shit like that. You're not in critical care anymore, yeah? You're supposed to be available to others who are in critical care and maybe show them, hey, it's going to
6: get better. This too shall pass, yeah? Yeah, so. Yeah, it's like I don't have to worry about the right thing to do anymore. The right thing to do just kind of shows up.
0: Exactly. So these are the effects. These are the fruits of the tree that we're living under now. Yes? Yeah. I mean, you see that, and what happens? It verifies the faith that you attempt to put in it, and therefore the faith gets galvanized. And that's the difference between sincerely take a position and being established in a position. Yeah? So sincerely taking a position is how we first enter the third step idea. Then we get established in that. And then the results are different. Yeah? Yeah. It's, the results get to such a point, it's like you've been reborn. You've outgrown fear and shit like that. Yeah. So it's talking about a process. We talk about it as, as if we're an observer of a process. We're in the process. Yeah? We're not, the observing of the process is part of the process. It doesn't, you never, you're never going to crawl out of the river and sit on the shore pontificating about the river. You're rivering. Yeah? That's why it says this power is going to constantly reveal to us. Constantly doesn't mean an old idea that it once revealed. It's constantly revealing. Yeah? Yeah? It's called a living message. <laughs> we can call it a message about life, but really it's a living message. Yeah. Right on, man. And how are you going to, how, how are we ever going to entertain that possibility unless we hear about it in our community? Yeah. That's why AA's got a huge umbrella. It's a large thing. I'm not in argument with how other people see the program. Yeah, I don't care. I'm just sharing it for the few that may see it, and they may see it this way. So that we, yeah? It's not like, oh, we're better or worse. We're just, yeah. What works for some doesn't work for all. You need to hear it in a different way. Yeah. I don't know if I would be okay some people are great now that they can go to a picnic and not flip out. Yeah, that they can have kids and shit like that. And every that's great. AA brought them there. Beautiful. Others, that's, they don't, they, there's irritability wrestles and discontent in that world. So they need to, yeah. Yeah, this is what's so beautiful about AA. It isn't like you're going to become a, 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 a cookie cutter Recovered alcoholic? No. Yeah. I don't want to put one in any cookie cutter, but I don't want them to put me in a cookie cutter. Yeah. I, I like, as you know, I want to be done unto others as I would do unto them. Yeah, I'd like to give everyone the, you know, hey, yeah, we're not changing the steps or the principles, we're just speaking about the root of the problem. Yeah. If that's a problem with you, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, bro. It's nice to see you, John. It's raining here. I can't be outside.
1: (laughs) Good. We've got, we've got a couple more questions, Paul. First, we're going to hear from Sarah.
6: Sarah.
7: Hi Paul, um, my name's Sarah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I can um, articulate my question very well. I don't really know what the question is to be honest. Um, I think last Thursday you were talking about um, you were talking about the the parasite or the illness, and you were talking about um, how it held us hostage for so long, and now that we have freedom from that bondage, but um the way you described it the analogy you used was sort of similar to stockholm syndrome you know where you've been held hostage but you're still attracted to that you know that captor um yeah. so and i really like that analogy because you know obviously and everything that you say you know it it creates that separation between you know the the illness the parasite as as you call it and um and being free from that um what I was interested in really, you know, you talked about being drawn back to it and you know how, you know, if I was Terry Waite um and I'd been released from however many years he was chained to a radiator in Beirut, you know, what how would it manifest itself, you know, even though I'd achieved that level of freedom that, you know, I would be drawn back to that radiator. You know, what what sort of things would would alert me to the fact that I was thinking, oh, wouldn't it be nice to go, you know, back to that cell and back to being locked up to a radiator?
0: Well, how it, what helps me is to recognize that which is talking isn't me. <laughs> Seriously, you can mm. you can preface it by a question of who is this that's speaking now? Yeah, I don't believe it's you, Sarah. Mm. I believe the problem, which is foreign to us, is talking to us as us. It's speaking through the words we hear in the head, trying to convince us to bring to bring us to some kind of fuck it, where it can suggest to us, well, fuck it, let's get loaded or, do, or let's go back and handcuff ourselves to the radiator. Because once it gets you to, once it it can compel an action to you, through you, it's going to compel more actions, yes? It just needs its foot in the door again, then it's going to barge in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people let the foot in the door and they get in touch with me and they're telling me they're drinking successfully and shit like that. But I said, well, how much time did you take in your head to... To decide to call me or not. Yeah. You've lost peace of mind. You've introduced a fucking option and your head's running with it. And it's causing the irritable restless and discontentment again, just in just because you haven't gone to jail yet. That's not success. You're not able to enjoy peace of mind. Yeah. So yeah. I, I see that that which is speaking all day. Isn't me. Yeah. That, and that's been very helpful. So it will tell me, oh, yeah, fuck it. It was great shooting coke and having the cops break through the house door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going uh, false evidence. Let's move on from there. And other false evidence. Yes. Yeah, so I hope that helps.
7: Yeah, it does. Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: Remember, it's still talking to us while we're in recovery. Mm-hmm. The bondage of self is Before alcoholism, it is. It's what alcoholism amplifies is the bondage of self. Alcoholism makes the bondage of self an extreme version, yeah? That's what it does. But the bondage of self, a lot of, when you recover from active drinking and using and get some relief from from alcoholism, you may not get relief from the bondage of self. Yeah, I mean, you may have the, the cold iron handcuffs, may be switched to silver, you know, but the the bondage is still going on. Yes, what it, what relief from alcoholism allows us is to get down to the exact nature of the wrong, which I have an idea of, which is the act of being identified as self. So what we're relying on here is thoughts, memories and shit like that. And those things have been co-opted by that mental activity to reinforce self. So all day, what we're relying on as Sarah or Paul to navigate a day, that system has been infected. It's being used to reinforce the identification as self. Yeah? Yeah? Yet we need to rely on things in a certain way. So what's the best way to do is recognize that which is speaking, at least you've, you've realized it on a, one level when you'd go to AA meetings and you would hear people share their thoughts, their feelings, and their reactions to life, and they seem to be a lot like yours. So obviously, how could they be yours if everyone else had them? So you start breaking that terminal uniqueness and you start seeing that thing that's foreign as foreign. That's the freedom, really. Yeah? Yeah.
7: Yeah, I do. I had um, I had three and a half years without drinking AA, absolutely still in the bondage self and it was the most painful three and a half years of my life. Um, but it's not like that today, thank God. Well,
0: yeah, because this is called recovery, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not called stopping drinking. Yeah, it's called recovery. So we re- the stop drinking allows us to recover from the underlying causes and conditions. Mm. Yeah, because obviously the drinking didn't work to recover from those underlying causes and conditions. They exasperated it. They amplified it. So basically, you know, we admit, hey, yeah, I had it all wrong. Just like when I came in, I truly believed that a lot of my behavior was based on cocaine use. And then when I stopped using cocaine and I still acted the same way, I was proven wrong once again. (laughs) I was, I thought my solution to the problem. (laughs) That's funny. It's just funny. Now it wasn't funny then. Yeah. Now, because let's say if your head believes that cocaine was producing the behavior but really deeply knew it wasn't, it would probably want to keep doing cocaine, yeah? So that it could blame cocaine for those behaviors and not face up to your role in things, yeah? yeah. You would think, so the disease would want to continue because it really just doesn't want to get to the exact nature of of the situation, it doesn't. Just why, just like most people go out around the fourth step because they don't want to see their role in things, because they're being driven by self, and self doesn't want to be seen. And if you look at your role in things, you're going to see self's role in things. You are. If you do an inventory, you're going to see, you may not pick up on it, but you're going to see how self defeated you. You are. Yeah. And you'll, you will realize it's been talking to me as me for quite a while. <laughs> Sooner or later, you're going to see it. Yeah. And so. what? <laughs> You've seen the emperor with no clothes. Yeah. It's not a lovely sight either. <laughs> All right, Sarah. Nice to see you. Thank you too. Thank, thank you, Sarah.
1: Uh, Paul, we've got three more hands up. Um, I'm looking at the time. I just want to make sure you're okay with time. If you want to take a break and then move into... Yeah, let's just take a
0: break right now. It's the bladder, I'm okay, but the bladder isn't. Cheers, mate. I'll see you in a minute, or two.
5: Thank
2: you. Hey. So, yeah, so thanks very much, everyone. Just as a bit of a commercial break, if you've never been here before, as Anne said before, um, uh, Paul's website is zenbitchslap.com where you can find all his books, all his videos, lots of audio. Um, under Arrest is highly, highly recommended. That's under A-U-N-D-E-R, then Arrest A Rest, um, and it's about recovery. And uh, it's, it, is, it is a really, really beautiful book. It's wonderful. Um, also to say that we held this meeting twice a week. So Tuesdays and Thursdays is exactly the same time. So um, 10.30 a.m., on Pacific, uh, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 12.30 Central, 6.30 uh, p.m. UK and Ireland. That'll be 5.30 a.m. in Australia. Um, so, yeah, and also that um, he holds two other sessions. I guess you could call them satsangs or they're more about non-duality, and those are on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Wednesday, I think, from memory, is 7 p.m. Pacific, um, which is obviously um, – That'd be 10 p.m. Eastern and very early in the morning, stupid o'clock in England and uh, in the UK and Ireland. And I think that would make it I don't know about 3 p.m. in, a, in a, 3 p.m. in Australia. That'd be great um, to go if you can get along to there. And then on Saturday, that's really that's really good for Europe. That's at 1:30 p.m. That's an excellent time. Um, so that's nine thirty sorry nine thirty p.m. in UK and uh, Ireland, and 8.30 a.m. Sunday morning in Australia, 10.30 a.m. in New Zealand. So, yeah, highly recommended. And obviously, I think there's a lot more Aussies and, and Kiwis that can make it with the the ad, with the with coming of uh, Daylight Savings. So that'd be uh, – so it's a lot more conducive. So, yeah, so thoroughly recommend you get along to those. They're really good. And they're more – as I say, more about something called non-duality. If you've never heard of it before, it's um well worth going. It's sort of less on recovery and more about – uncovering the nature of the true self and and stuff like that so yeah highly recommend that and then um i did mention that i'll
0: go ahead man
1: all right um saraj is gonna come in
5: uh, can you hear me yes yes all right yeah Paul, thanks for uh, you know just been listening and um, for today's session and I've been listening to your um, in the Zoom sessions for some time now. Um, so I'm an addict alcoholic, been in the program for 20 years and going to be 20 soon, uh, this Saturday. And oh, great. I could uh, relate, you know, to like, you know, I've not been doing a lot of writing. I have uh, done my writing when, in, when I was uh, new in the program. Looked at fears, resentments, and um, all the manifestations of self, and but I got the clarity only you know when I came in and I started listening to you, and uh, the concept of you know self manifesting in various ways is what has defeated us. So I've been uh, you know I was doing the NA program like for 14 years. I had a sponsor in NA, and uh, been uh, going to AA regularly. Now for like five years, so I do both. I continue to go for AA meetings and NA meetings. Uh, my question for today, um, you know, I just find myself uh, highly sensitive still, like uh, taking things personally and getting overwhelmed uh, with situations. And um, you know, today was something I, I had to come across uh, at work, especially if it's someone superior or someone who's like, um, you know, an authority. And uh, I feel threatened. And um, I I, I like kind of um, lose confidence. And today I kind of messed up, at least. And I found myself, the resentment started. You know, why did he have to ask me? Why did it go this way? Maybe I shouldn't have told these, uh, maybe I should have answered differently. Maybe I should have not spoken. And it kept going on, and I could see the. Um, and I uh, just came across recently the in the in a literature in a, in the twelve and twelve it says um, there's it's a spiritual axiom. Uh, you know, whenever I'm disturbed, no matter what the cause, there's something wrong with me. And now when I listen to you, you know, with the concept of self being a foreign entity. And I'm trying to relate to this passage or the line which says, "Whenever I'm disturbed, no matter what the cause, there's something wrong with me." Now, now who's yeah, yes. yeah, the me
0: that you're not. Yes, the me that you're not, or self. Yes.
5: Right. Well, so yes. I'm uh, finding myself still, uh, you know, struggling with these feelings and with this identification, as you mentioned, uh, exact nature of a wrong, identifying with this self. Uh, this suraj, this person, and uh, I am affected.
6: Okay.
0: What you got to see, when this stuff hits, like you just described uh, a four column thing before. You had a fear about your someone as an authority that you fucked up. You could just write that down quickly, mm-hmm. see your role in things. And and see self rolling things and it's self seeking and frightened, yes. You're afraid that you fucked up and it's gonna cause trouble and you may not keep your job or something like that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So now all right, self seeking and frightened, you've done it. You did the four columns. Now you open up to that power and let it rearrange you. And you'd have to admit you've probably gotten it's you've the, pro- the progression is going towards traveling lighter than going back to traveling heavier right so this is it you're when you're uh, on the operating table there are flare-ups yeah there's times when that stuff kicks in you have the means to deal with them quickly yeah and then surrender it over that power and then keep moving on you know we learn how to face life successfully so feeling like I'm gonna get fired uh how i used to deal with that was don't go to the job and then i would get fired so then i learned say uh, how to face life successfully i have a fear about getting fired and then i go to the job and i do my job yeah there you go see this is what happens we're in a process of being changed yeah and if there's a and you know if there's a fuck up so what you make a mend and you keep going yeah I, obviously, whatever you do or don't do doesn't change the current of the river you're in. You're going to be, you're going to the infinite, so to speak. It doesn't matter. You know, as long as you don't drink or use, basically, or die, basically, you're going that way. Yeah, isn't that nice to know? Yeah. So, this is why we have the way of life and the skillful means is to deal with the flare-ups. Well, let's be clear. If you keep calling the problem you, you're the problem. Yeah, And if you're the problem, that's going to take a whole lot more work to try to make it the unproblem. Yeah, I I completely believe, I don't care if it's made up or not, you have to see alcoholism as foreign to you. Because if not, you're going to try to be free as it. It, that's what happens, yeah? As soon as I, I had it, it was very distinct. I was reading page 64, being convinced that self, I saw self as foreign, and it triggered something. I saw that I could, as soon as I saw it as other, I mean really other, yeah? The next possibility that had been waiting there for years became available, which is I could be free from it, Yeah? That possibility, of I could be free from it, is totally crippled if you're identified as it. Totally. Totally. You cannot be free from that which you're identified as. It doesn't work. Yeah? So we have to see it as other so that we can entertain being free from it. And then all the stuff we do throughout the day, skillful means, everything like that, are moving in that direction, being free from the bondage of self. Yeah. Really, what more do you want? So, so you're on. You have it. You're you're you are you 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 have been taken. You're in the current. Deal with the shit when you start. You know, you run into some twigs or some rock and everything, and you're gonna get around it. Yes, and you, you know, we just keep on keeping on. Yeah. So. This isn't the idea that it's the bondage of self, isn't a get out of jail. It isn't a get out of jail card, free card, yeah. It allows the time that you spend in jail a lot less, and you don't have any. You don't have any follow-ups uh, to the courts to keep proving that you're okay. Yeah, it's just a quicker, easier way to live. That to me, why I call it traveling lighter. Yeah. I lost you there but let me go. All right, my friend.
5: Yes, Paul, thanks. Thank you, Paul.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then anytime you have no one to speak to and you're at these meetings after that they have another fellowship after this people hang here and yeah. A lot of times all of us really what we need because we we're living under the of a belief that we're separate is to feel connected, you know? It it's an incredible uh bomb, B-A-L-M in this program. Just the sense of being connected with others. So yeah. All right. Next one, eh? And
1: next one we've got we've got Vic. So Vic, if you can turn on your camera, I'll go ahead and, and get you to unmute. There you go. Thanks. Thank hey, you. There. Okay, hey, Paul. Um, so I was listening to to what you're talking about, and as it even kind of to like ten step promises, um, and the end of that says so long as we remain in fit spiritual condition, um, and I'm like, oh, well, right, like that seems simple enough, like flex the spiritual muscle daily, and like this will work out, right? But if this purpose is to keep me in a state where I am conscious and separated from self, how how would you explain? fit spiritual condition or what that would look like to remain in that space. Um, I'm confident.
0: Yeah. So ultimately I believe we are a spiritual condition and it's quite fit. (laughs) What I feel is to be aligned with that, we need to have a diminished mental condition, which is the obsession with self. Yeah. Hopefully, have your basic needs met, so you're not starving. You have a place to shelter and shit like that, some clothes to put on. Yeah? Those things are met. So, and to, if you've had trauma or emotional trouble like that, hopefully get the help that will re- release some of that influence. But the idea of keeping, the idea of Paul keeping in spirits condition doesn't make any sense to me. I believe spirit is in an incredible fit condition. <laughs> and when the other conditions of Paul don't bark so loud and don't demand so much attention, that improved, that conscious contact with spirit maintains the daily reprieve. That's how I see it. Yeah. Thank you. You're never going to get the mental state into a spiritual state. (laughs) It's just not, it doesn't work. We are, we, we're, we're in a spiritual condition, really, just not thinking so. We just, because we think we're a physical, mental, emotional condition. Yeah. And uh, the head keeps supporting that. So spirit, the only way it can look at its own nature, which is of spirit, is to, is that be another condition i can maybe apply <laughs> so i'm going to i'm going to like you said work out i'm going to do my 2 hour spiritual workout <laughs> i've been lax for years i haven't been doing my spiritual workout i haven't I'm going to admit to all I'm going to admit to the group I haven't done shit to improve my spiritual contact in years because I'm in contact i am spirit I do stuff not much to take care of the physical mostly yeah yeah because I'm old <laughs> I'd love to say I'm getting old but I' passed the getting I would say I'm old now so <laughs> move the lungs a little bit stretch the joints i'm good to go <laughs> but but uh what if if my whole condition depends on my spirit's condition then what more dependable of a condition than to be it yeah seriously i don't see how if it's the most essential part it's gonna it overrides all my other conditions the spiritual condition yeah and allows me to have the daily reprieve from all the insanity the other shit could provoke, yeah? Then wouldn't it be incredible that that spiritual condition wasn't based on me, that it was an inherent condition that I've never moved anywhere away from, nor can I actually move closer to? I am it, yeah? I would think that would be the greatest maintenance of a spiritual condition to be a spiritual condition. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's worked so far. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. When I'm, when I'm meditating, if I meditate, it's to lower the blood pressure, not to. It's not. It's not spiritual maintenance. You know. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, that's just, this member's eye view of it. That's all. I truly have come to that conclusion. I can every other condition that I've called me seems to change quite a lot. Seems to come in and out, grow, get small, but the one thing I was seeing, you know, that consciousness was seeing on my worst day just as well as it was seeing on my best days. Yeah. I don't I don't think that conditions can is affected by the other conditions. I don't. I believe this condition of spirit affects the other conditions. I don't. If I'm a mental condition, the mental condition can really fuck up the mental condition. Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, so that's all. That's how I see it.
1: All right. That's it for today, Paul.
0: That's it. Oh, good.
1: Now you can go play in the rain.
0: Oh, uh, I think it stopped, so it's nice. It's a little, uh, yeah. This is Northern California. Yeah, I'll show you. Hold on. Can you see some? Look at the color of this tree. Can you see it?
2: Yes.
0: That's a yeah. walnut tree. That's the walnut tree out in in the back of our house. Yeah.
5: Wow.
0: How can you not, I mean, uh, how can not not improve your conscious contact? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It's like gorgeous, yeah. And this is the, see, we have the ability yeah, to enjoy everything. We do. We have it. It's not something you, it's not something you acquire it's just hidden, so to speak, because there's a preponderance of attention and interest going to the mental narration. So we're 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 lacking in in the uh, in life's happening. We're more obsessed with life's happening to me, which is an interpretation. Yeah. So. All right. Hey, thank you. Let me say hello and goodbye to everyone. Sarah, it's a pleasure. Stay away from.